Don't turn it up, please. Yo, it's your man, Ben Farrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? I hope you're doing okay. Here's another segment. Uh, we're going to get into a couple of things, a few things. Maybe just one. Maybe not. But we're going to see what's going to happen. All right? <clears throat> I see this one article... This is in California. Uh, U.S. Marines among two men charged with firebombing California Planned Parenthood. An active duty Marine and another man were arrested Wednesday morning for allegedly using a Molotov cocktail to firebomb a Planned Parenthood in Southern California. Federal authorities said uh, Tibbet Ergo, 21-year-old, and Chance Brandon, a 23-year-old an active duty Marine stationed at Camp Pendleton were named in a criminal co- criminal complaint. The complaint alleges that Ergo, Mr. Ergo and Mr. Brandon used an explosive to damage a Planned Parenthood clinic in Costa Mesa, about 45 miles south of Los Angeles, on March 13, 2022. According to the complaint, the two men attacked the clinic around 1 in the morning that morning. The Alphadavid described security videos showing two men wearing hooded sweatshirts and face masks as they approached the clinic. The two men are accused of igniting and throwing a Molotov cocktail at the clinic entrance, causing a fire. The fire forced the clinic to close and cancel 30 appointments that day, the Justice Department said. Mm, the Costa Mesa Police Department and Fire Department responded to the scene and extinguished, and extinguished the um, fire. And analysts of evidence collected at the scene showed that the glass container and the other materials contained gasoline. Um, news sources has reached out to the Camp Pendleton and Planned Parenthood for comments, but has not yet heard back from any one of them. Both defendants were expected to make their initial appearance Wednesday afternoon in the United States District Court in Santa Ana. The defendants face up to 20 years in federal prison if found guilty. Damn, just a like they probably got evidence on like DNA evidence and they got camera footage. They're wearing a hooded sweatshirt and mask. I'm looking at the pictures. Um, they got gloves on. I don't know. I know they got advanced technology now where they can figure you out, even though that you got, like, mask, gloves, hooded. Um, you covering up your whole face and stuff like that. I know they got DNA, like they got this super advanced DNA technology where they can find you. But what I'm wondering about is, like, how did they do it? But I don't, I don't know about that advanced DNA technology. I know about it, but I don't know how it really works. I know they got a new one. It's just a touch DNA. It just came out. It just, it's, it's been. In the uh, the market 
It's been in the market for only about two years or maybe a year. It just came out. And the police are using it. So I know that for sure. But I don't know too much of it. Like, you really got to be a scientist to know what I'm talking about. I don't. I just know that the police departments, many American police departments do have that. I know that for sure. And then there's more technology that they have to, like, tie you to um, criminal uh, criminal activities. They got more stuff, not just that DNA thing, but that's like the most advanced. That's something that you won't get away from. I'm telling you that for sure. Um, let me see. I seen something else on here. I got to see what it is. Uh, let me see. There was something else that I seen on the news that I was trying to figure out. It was a woman that killed her husband. That was in uh, Texas. Uh, and then there was a truck, a Texas concrete truck. You know, I take out all over the nation. Sometimes I start with a Texas first because that's where I'm at. Then I go to New York. Then I'll jump to Chicago. Then I'll go to Atlanta, uh, then Florida, Memphis. Then I'll take it to Arizona. Then I'll take it to California. I do the whole country, Oregon. But I always kind of start off with Texas. So a Texas concrete truck in the suburban Dallas went up in flames Wednesday and appeared to be left destroyed. A boom pump caught fire near an intersection of East Collins Boulevard and Glenville Road in Richardson, uh, news sources reported the boom attached to the truck hit a power line, resulting into a blaze, the Richardson Police Department stated. The flames were extinguished by 2 in the afternoon. There were no reports of any injuries. Images from the scene showed the truck engulfed in flames and completely destroyed. We had like a truck, another Incidents similar to that that happened in Philadelphia on the I-95 overpass that damaged that infrastructure and stuff like that. That was real big. So we got another one just like it. Like I said, stories happen all the time, every day. You know, let me see something else. Let me jump on this right here. I'm going to go... There was a um, lady that killed her husband. She's from, uh, I forgot uh, how you spell her last name, N-G-U-E-Y-N. I don't even know how to pronounce that. It's a woman that's charged a Houston Kingwood uh, shooting. Kimberly Jen, I think that's how you're supposed to say it, or Jen, charged with man's murder. All right. A woman has been arrested in the deadly shooting of a man at a Kingwood apartment. According to Houston police, Kimberly Jen, 29 years old, has been charged with murder for the deadly shooting that occurred Tuesday that occurred that occurred early Tuesday morning. All right. Officers responded to an apartment on the 4600 block of Magnolia. Cove Drive around 6.50 in the morning that day for a report of a shooting. They found a man wounded at the scene. He was transported to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. His identity has not been released. According to police, 
Jen, uh, the lady, had fled the scene, but she later returned and was arrested and stuff like that. Let me hit you up with more. I don't even know what the beginning of this newscast was. I'm going to have to name this segment, but I don't know what to name it. Let me see. Uh, there was more stuff. Suspect charged one in the West Timer. I used to live on West Timer. Let me see about this right here. Hold on, damn. Hold on, y'all. This is how I do it, man. I could do it however I want to, however I so please I want to do this podcast. I could do it however. That's how nice I am with this. Suspect charged one in West Timer road fatal shooting. Or is it a road rage fatal shooting? Let's see. Houston. Houston police are searching for two suspects involved in the fatal shooting of a man at a West Timer Road gas station on May 30th, around 11.15 p.m. Charges have been filed against Markel Deshaun Ponder, a 30-year-old, and the second suspect, who remains unidentified, is also one of in the connection with this case. Officers were dispatched to the gas station located at 13,000 West Timer Road, where they discovered the victim, Davion Scott, a 24-year-old suffering from multiple gunshot wounds inside his vehicle. Yeah, that's what would be going into these southern, that's what's going on in these southern states. It always be a dispute and it ends with gun violence. Regular, usually that's what's going to happen. That's why most people, most people that's like in like intentive and know their surroundings, don't get into a, a dispute with somebody that don't know. Like me, I don't do that. Like if I see a problem, I just like, I just like bail from the problem. Like if, like I could be at a gas station, right? And if I see somebody is like interacting with the guests in the gas station, I might just drop the items and just dip off. You know what I'm saying? Intuitive. Like, I'm attentive to my surroundings. I pay attention to my surroundings. You know? I usually do that, and I know I'm not the only one that does that. I have I seen a lot of people do it. Like, I'll be at the gas station, Family Dollar, Walmart, and if something, like, if a, if a disturbance is going on or somebody is acting up at the Walmart or they get into it, start screaming at people or some, sometimes the person is on some t- under the influence of something. You get what I'm saying? I just dip off and I was just dropping dip off. Sometimes the person is interacting with the other customers and they being very irrational you know, and then I'll just leave just because there's no talking to certain people. There's people that you really can't say nothing to them. And then if they feel some type of way or if they feel inferior, you get what I'm saying? Like if you got them feeling small and stuff like that and their ego jumps in the way, that's that's potentially that could be your ass right there. 
You know what I'm saying? The person going to get mad enough. I mean, how many times did I make a report of somebody getting into a dispute and then they pull out a gun and shoot? You know, I did a report like that yesterday about neighbors fighting over a parking spot and then they killed the one of the neighbors killed each other. I did a news just like that yesterday. yesterday. So that's what always happens. That's why a lot of representatives, the smart ones, not all of them, but the smart representatives are always talking about we need to change our gun laws and stuff like that. And I do agree, you know, gun laws should be just like you studying and taking a test to own a gun, just like how you would study and take a test to drive a motor vehicle. It should be the same process. It shouldn't just be about money, but the uh, NRA, the National Rifle Association, definitely doesn't agree with that thought process right there. They don't, they don't, they're not with that. Because if they do it like that, where, where you have to go through a process before you can even own a gun, they, the money that the NRA gets will deplete. It will be depleted and they're not going to have that much money. They won't even have that much money and power to manipulate future politics and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what they basically trying to stop. But the NRA already has a lot of power. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be hard to stop some uh, entity like that. It's going to be very difficult. You see what I'm saying? Unless somebody like me or a representative that believe that we should have a different gun law has that much resources and money like that, then they probably you probably have a chance to stop them and stuff. But the NRA got too much money. They are a multi-billion dollar organization. So that's going to be very difficult to stop. You know what I'm saying? They've been, they've been buying out these politicians for decades now. So I don't know how you're going to stop an entity like that because... As long as they keep going, this these types these types of incident will always happen. You know what I'm saying? So I'm basically presenting to you on a platter the solution uh, so people can stop dying over disputes, small little disputes that nobody shouldn't even be getting killed over. You know, straight up. Moving along, okay. Scott was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, surveillance photos from surveillance photos from the incident show that the unidentified suspect and authorities are asking for the public's help in identifying this individual. Uh, he's probably like I'm looking at the picture. He's probably not even from this country. I'm looking at the photos. He don't even look like he's from the country. So, upon further investigation, Houston police determined that the two suspects exited a blue 1997 Lake Capri and began firing shots at Scott's vehicle. One suspect then approached the driver's side door of Scott's vehicle and shot him at close range. The two suspects fled the scene heading eastbound on West Timer Road. Anyone with information? Yeah. Okay, 
see, like, like I said, I already told you about the resolution on gun laws and stuff like that because this is going to always happen. I already told you. I report stuff like this all the time, almost every day, almost every day, almost every day. I would say every day, but almost every day. So that means maybe five days out of the week, I'm reporting similar stories just like this. Get what I'm saying? And then two days, you might have silence. But 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 almost every day. I can't say five days out of the week. I have to say almost every day because that makes way more sense. Almost every day. Right? And I always said it. Other countries look at America like, wow, you got to be careful. Like, America is almost, we at the point, especially at the southern states and the northern states, too. It's not like there's any difference. You so, but it's at the point where when you step out, when you step out the door, when you get out your house, you have to be vigilant. You must be vigilant. It's imperative that you be vigilant. When you out there in them streets, you can't just be walking up out there thinking that everything is sweet. You can't do that. That's why a lot of people has purchased a gun because they don't know what they're going to run into. You know, it wasn't like that 10 years ago. But now, today in America, you got to walk out with some type of handgun. You got to walk out with protection. You got to move vigilant. You got to pay attention to your surroundings, you know. A lot of people that I know, I know a lot of people, and there's people that I know. There's a group of people that, that love to go out to the city and party on the weekends. They don't even do that no more. You know what they do now? They party at the house. They just send out invitations on Instagram and be like, bro, we having to get together. Yo, come to the house. I got mad drinks. You know what I'm saying? We just going to chill right here. I'm like, man, what happened? Y'all ain't going to the goddamn club? What's going on? They're like, hell nah, bro. You can come to the house, bro. I ain't coming out there, man. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is now with a lot of people now in America. Like, people don't even want to go out. And then there's more reports. I done did a couple of reports in Brooklyn and Queens where somebody was having a house party and an uninvited guest came and shot up the damn house party, you know? Even my little sister remember being in the incident just as similar as that. Even my little sister been in the incident just like that. Talking about, man, somebody walked up in the house, started shooting up, or everybody was scared, you know? But it's happening more and more and more and more in today's American society. You know, this is what's always going on. You see what I'm saying? Now I know what I'm gonna name this segment because I took a lot of time to talk about these gun violence because uh, two dudes was at the gas station. They got into some type of dispute and then uh, one of the, the victim went to his car and then the the two assailants ran into their car. Uh, I guess they pulled out guns and started shooting at the um, victim's car. And then one of the assailants walked to the driver's side and finished him off close range. You know what I'm saying? So 
that's just to show you. And then I did another uh, report on the same segment. Uh, uh, this one is a domestic violence. A lady killed her boyfriend. I guess they were boyfriend. They living in the, they was living together. So there was boyfriend and girlfriend. Guess they got into a dispute. They couldn't agree to disagree. So somebody got upset, picked up a gun, and shot the uh, the guy, her boyfriend. You see what I'm saying? I molded all, all of that in one in one, and then I did a couple of other stories in the beginning of this segment. You know what I'm saying? So this is just how it is. I'm going to hit you up with more stories. And then, not just that, I don't even want to, I'm not even going to talk about what's going on with the guns in America. I'm going to talk about myself real quick. I hate how I be behind this microphone and I be like repeating myself or stuttering. That shit is very irritating to me. I'm trying my best to like be clear about it, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to get better. But at the same time, I was taught by, like, somebody that really does this. And they've been doing it for, like, 40 years. They said, don't worry about you stuttering and stuff like that. Just worry about the transparency of you telling the story. That's all that really matters right there. But I hate when I be just like, uh, 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 repeating, repeating, repeating myself. But... Like I said, I've been told by like a top dog professional, don't worry about none of that. And um, just be clear on the transparency when you're telling the story. And then it's hot as hell down here. So I'm a little bit irritated on top of it. The sun, the sun is blazing down here. That sun is on like 110 degrees down here. And it will mess with you. If you don't have no AC, Man, I don't even know what to tell you. You better go find an AC. You can't be down here without no air conditioning. Oh, my bad. You can't be down here without no air conditioning. Well, it's your man, Ben Farrell, with Thinking Out Loud. I'm going to hit you with another one. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Box Benji. Oh, Box Benji Instagram and underscore Murder Envy for TikTok. One love. And I'm going to holler at everybody later. And I'm going to just keep up with the YFN Melly case. Boom. It's, it's the Harlem Nights. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem Nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with you. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem Nights. Party at the Bodega. I'm rolling dice for the paper. 